probably will make too much noise, but I don't okay, know. Wait, wait, wait. I think that showed up on the recording, yeah. But it's not too much? Not too much. I mean, it'll be okay. in there. It's okay. a little tiny bit. All right, we're back. Bring us on. It's hey. me, my parents, and Liam Neeson. And we it's wa- Throwback Thursday. It's Throwback Thursday. We watch an old movie. But first, who are our throwbackers? I'm Dan. I'm Patrick. I'm Carrie. And this week, uh, we watched a movie that I, for the first part, I was despairing that we were going to have nothing to talk about. Because we watched the movie Excalibur from 1981. Uh, Those of you who are paying attention uh, probably need something better to do. But if you (laughs) haven't paying attention... (laughs) No! Mom says podcasts are good for you. Uh, His first movie was 1978, so this was very early in his career. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this movie was interesting because I noticed that it was also featuring Helen Mirren. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. She's pretty cool. Yeah, we like Helen Mirren. Uh, she also doesn't appear in this movie for a while. So they're saving the good stuff for later. Yeah, this one I think we are going to talk about because this is one that... We are going to talk about it. But if you want to have a wonderful throwback Thursday, this is your movie. Yeah. This is it. Um, I'm double-checking here because I, I always remember some things about Liam Neeson history. Well, but first of all, let's I talk don't. about the, well, the zero to Neeson on this one. So if you... Well, we have to talk about who else is in the movie. Because that's something Because that that'll take up 45 minutes? That will take up 45 minutes. No, I... Because we... Do we, do do I we want, want to tell everybody? Well, who else... They can look it up well, on IMDb. Who, who else did, the, who else well, did yeah. the director do? What other movies did the director do? You were looking that up, Dan. Well, Deliverance, yeah. Deliverance and Exorcist 2 were noteworthy. Yeah. Okay, um, this is not as gory as those movies. Yeah. Uh, I've Deliverance finished. wasn't particularly yeah. gory. It's just disturbing. Yeah. It was definitely disturbing. I finished my looking up of things because I thought I remember this correctly. Okay. He met Helen Mirren on the set of this movie, Liam Neeson did. Oh, yeah. And then moved in with her. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Ooh. is how he got more connected with theater in England and with Hollywood eventually. Oh, okay. Okay. So but this was. Were very... they an item or were no, they just roommates? They were just roommates. We get that. We're just roommates. Yeah. We get uh, that. So. We do kind of have to talk about the start of this movie because otherwise we're not going to talk about much. Because the zero to Neeson is, wait a minute, 45 45 plus minutes. We didn't actually time it. And he doesn't say anything for longer. Yeah, at least another 15 or 20. Our previous criterion of he has to be in three scenes for us to talk about, he made it through three scenes without saying a word. Uh Uh-huh. And then... then, Y'all should have been here because Dan was starting to get nervous that, wait a minute, maybe Neeson isn't going to say anything. And then, what do we have to talk about? Yeah. So, uh, the movie's called Excalibur. And... Guess what? It's, it's about a sword. It, it's about a sword. <laughs> uh, it opens with uh, very dr- very overly dramatic and angry dice. Not Knigget's, not evenings. Not evenings. Though I believe it also took place after dark. But there was a lot of lights on. <laughs> there were a lot of lights on. Uh, and we hear people talking about Uther. Now, me with my classic education of have read books about the Knights of the Round Table, know that Uther Pendragon was the father of Arthur Pendragon, who was King Arthur, King of the Britons, who okay. they made a movie about but with Monty Python at one point. So, yes, we are that nerdy household. Okay, go. Anyways, uh, he's got Merlin there with him. Merlin is wearing his signature shiny hat. <laughs> in that there Designed are... by, what's that architect's name? The shiny hat? The shiny museum guy. 
Who did? Who made the Weissman? Oh, oh, oh! You're an um, architect. Be the yeah, first. I'm wait, 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 sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Frank. Frank Geary. Yeah. Frank Geary. I. Uh, this is not. I the think only... the castle was designed by Frank. Geary. Oh, definitely well, the hat too. Maybe the hat because he, Frank Geary, did accessories for Target for a while. So. But I. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. shiny true. skull cap is something that has been used as Merlin's kind of signature look in more than just this film. It has. Yeah. Is it in books? I don't think so. Where did somebody come up with it? I don't know where the first one was. I'd have to do some more serious research into the first time it showed up. I wouldn't be surprised if it's this film. Wow. But I have seen it in other things. Because huh. so basically his two looks... Well, he's got the three looks. One is no hat, obviously. Wait a minute. No one, hat. One is a pointy hat. One is pointy wizard hat. And one is... That's from Disney. Metal skull cap. Huh. And this one, he's okay. rocking metal skull cap, and the guy looks like Jeffrey Rush and isn't Jeffrey Rush. So noted, noted uh, on the internet, Nicole William, Nicole Williams, who is who played Merlin, was an enormously talented actor who was considered by some critics to be the finest actor of his generation in the late sixties and seventies. That's because he could make his voice go up and then down. So, anyways. <laughs> Uther is currently fighting against a different guy, and I don't think his name is important. And he's trying, he was trying, I don't remember if they were trying to make peace or anything, and then it didn't work, but he checks out this other guy's wife. He totally does. And he's like, that babe's a fox. I must have her. I want to have that. Now. And says, hey Merlin, you've got some magic. Can you magic me a way to have her? And Merlin says, sure. Let me just call on the amazing power of a dragon that we never get to see a dragon. He just yeah. says there was a dragon. It's, says, it saves on the special effects budget to not actually put a dragon. <laughs> yeah, they made they made fog. They did make that fog. That was a cheap special yeah. effect. And in th- England, that's yeah. a totally cheap special And effect. then he rides on top of the water because the power of the dragon lets him, and his lust drives him forward, they say that. And then while he rides through the fog, he changes to look like the enemy king guy, goes in, finds the lady, and then we have non-Liam Neeson sexy times. We have... Full armor because he needed to be fully protected. You're sexy. welcome for that joke, Mom. I know. Mm-hmm. I stole that from Daniel because he he's... he was wearing protection. I uh, and totally. then it eventually comes to light that haha, you were you were non consensually had by the enemy. And Merlin had said previously, Oh, I will let you ride the dragon, Dragon Ball Z, but <laughs> I want your firstborn. And and Uther says, well... He didn't tell him that he wanted the firstborn until the firstborn was born. Yeah. He just told him that he was going to be exact And so now he's got this kid. Now he has to hand over this kid. Hmm? Cut to like 20 years later with no indication that time has passed. That's correct. We really didn't know. And... Because Merlin doesn't age. Merlin doesn't age. This is part of his shtick. He is. Is... It, in, He's magic like well, that. Well, in various interpretations of Merlin, time always works differently for him. Whether well. it doesn't pass, or it passes slower, or in some interpretations it passes backwards. Okay, that's weird. Yes. Mom says that's weird. Yes, if time passes backwards... If you ever find yourself passing backwards through time, go get the movie Memento and watch it. It'll make sense. So, okay, whatever. I... Uh, 
So now Arthur is serving as a squire for some dude. His dad. His, some dude his dad. Some guy that he calls his well, dad. Well, his adoptive father, and he was a, brought in as a child, and Merlin trusted him. And that's pretty standard setup for mysterious noble child being given to a peasant. There you go. Anyways, uh, they go to some jousting tournament thing, which looks more like a bunch of dudes having a street fight on horses. Yeah. So... But wait, you have to really pay attention to who's street fighting. Yeah, so they're fighting, they're fighting... And one of the guys ends up being the winner. And the guy who's the winner comes up this hill to where Uther had put Excalibur. Because, spoiler alert, he had found Excalibur and was getting his ass kicked and said, If I can't have it, no one can, and stuck it in the stone. Thus, so wait, the sword is in the stone. Thus foreshadowing the next major plot point. Uh, so <laughs> the guy wins the street fight, and he comes over, and there's a guy praying at the sword like... King will come. Show us the king. And he oh, slaps oh, the guy who won with an olive branch so he can be blessed. And the guy who won is Patrick Stewart. Oh yes. Yes. Out of Captain nowhere. Picard yeah. is our champion. So we're sitting here, slightly surprised that we had not realized he was in this movie, and made it on screen before the other two major people we knew about. Yeah, exactly. And he can't pull the sword from the stone because he's not Arthur. And he did, that was a really pretty lame attempt at... He also overacted like just about everyone else in this movie does. Oh my god. There's only one actor in here that I don't think overacts, and it's young Arthur. Because oh. he acts like a perfectly normal, doesn't-want-to-be-here kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He does a very good job. Everyone else overacts like they are ninth graders having to read Shakespeare. It could happen. Or it could be this, it could be anything goes. We're yeah. not sure. We're not sure. Anyways, uh, Arthur gets told that he forgot his uh, dad's sword. And so, oh no, I have to go find a sword. Where am I going? Oh, there's one stuck in this rock over here. I'll just have this one. Which is, I think, the way that that story usually goes, actually. I don't remember. But, yeah, he pulls the sword out, and then he is king. Huh. Uh, no, yeah. then, they, then they say, no, they say, no, 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 that no. can't be right. Go put it back. Yeah. He, he puts it back. He puts yeah. it back, and then some other guy comes to try, and then he... Arthur he gets pulls, a hernia trying yeah, to pull it out. Yeah, and then Arthur pulls it out again, and One Patrick handed. Stewart says, you can be king. And the guy who couldn't pull it out goes, I will never serve a boy. And then they have a fight, which takes place sometime later again, but with no indication the time has passed <laughs> again. We're really not sure. <laughs> We're not sure. But the but but the coolest thing in the movie happens if, at the end of that fight. What's that? Where Arthur, wearing basically no armor and only wielding Excalibur, basically mm -hmm. jumps off the castle wall, takes this guy off of his horse with a clothesline. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then has him kneeling in a very very shallow moat with a sword to his neck, and he's like, "Tell, say I'm king, dang it!" And the guy goes, "No." You're a kid. You're not a king. You're not a knight. And Arthur says, okay, knight me, and hands him Excalibur. Which seems like a really ballsy move, and it's really mm -hmm. trusting. And yeah. the guy looks like he's having to agonize over his decision really hard right. before he knights Arthur, gives him the sword back, kneels down, and says, you are my king. And that was a really good character moment, showing Arthur to be a kind and just king. Then we move then back to, to well, the stupid number. Well, we have to move past. To, we have to go to the party. We haven't found where, where he meets Guinevere because he's he's dancing. He's dancing with Guinevere, 
Because then this is like Romeo and Juliet yep. where they're all at the the party and it's showing. Yep. And he's uh sits down with Merlin and is like, She's gonna be my queen and Merlin does his speech about never again. <laughs> which is a really good speech about how hard he worked to get his father to bed one person and how long it took to recover. It and was he's never sh- gonna do that again. It was a short speech, but it was a good speech. Yes. And then right <laughs> after that Guinevere gets picked up by Liam Neeson and he's finally in the movie. We see him, we see him. He's there. He is... He, she p- gets picked up by Liam up, Neeson. Picked up, like, literally lifted yeah, off literally of the ground. Literally lifted. He's, he's lifting her in a dance yep. move, not, like, picked up like they're hooking up yeah. at the bar. So, now Liam Neeson has been in the film one time and we are starting to gain hope. This is it. <laughs> yeah, 45 or more minutes in. Shortly thereafter, we time skip again. Yes, we do that. And now Arthur has a grizzled man beard and is acting and is overacting and loud just like they were in the beginning of the movie and the kind and noble and wise leader that he was one scene ago is gone and because doesn't come back. Traveled. Because we time traveled. <laughs> yes. Uh, and from this point on, we kind of start skipping through the entire King Arthur mythos. We do, at kind of a rapid pace, which made it feel like I didn't know what was going on anymore. We also had Lol Random, which I had to, we have to bring up, because what? it's something that, uh, I'm going to teach you a tabletop role-playing terminology. Okay, mm-hmm. let's go. Fishmalk. F-I-S-H-M-A-L-K. Fishmalk? Fishmalk. Because it's, I, the second half is from Malkavian. Okay. Uh, this is a term... That started from the role-playing game, both pen and paper, and there's a live-action one where you get in costume and you act everything out. Uh, Of Vampire the Masquerade. And I've wanted to try it because it looks like my kind of jam, because a lot of it is politics and socializing. Okay. It seems like amazingly my type of thing. Okay. Now, everyone is playing as vampires, and vampires have their clans, and each clan has a thing they're good at and a thing that is their weakness. Okay. Malkavians are pretty cool guys. I don't remember what their thing that they're good at is. I believe it's they're really good at socializing, which, again, sounds like my jam. Okay. But their weakness is they're all a little crazy. <laughs> now, the, now, Wait, so this is our family you're talking about? The, <laughs> maybe. Okay. It could be. So, right. so, so if you're part of... Uh, if, you're a, if you're a Malkavian, your weakness is you have, to, uh, you have to have a little bit of psychosis. Just a little. You're talking about our family? Yes. Okay. Uh, and the way it's supposed to be is that maybe you are, like, OCD about one thing, or you're devoted to collecting one thing, or... Are you talking about our family? I know, right? The problem is that a lot of... Uh, enough of the time, people see you have to be crazy as, oh, so I'm going to wear oatmeal on my head and put trousers on my hands. You're talking about our family? Yes. <laughs> and the term sense. came because of, I believe it had to do with a, I don't know the specific where the fish part of this came from, but I believe it had to do with someone who was crazy and was like, you know, having fish on their head or something like that. And that uh-huh. was their, like their defining character trait was fish. And so it's a fish Malkavian. Fish Malk is someone uh-huh. that just acts goofy for no reason. Like our family. Yeah, like our Wait, family. Like our family. We t- we're a little more organized than that. Like, this is very we're, much... I'm a little more OCD than that. This is very much in the line of the Deadpool comics, which you haven't seen mm-hmm. the movies. 
No. And you wouldn't appreciate their humor because it's very lol random. Because... Okay. It's the, when the banana isn't in the bread box, the bread box is made of bananas because isn't that funny. Because... Okay. And this is the part where Merlin is in walks into a stream to catch a fish with his bare hands, catches it, it falls out, and then he falls over backwards. And then the scene just continues. Because why? <laughs> we don't know why. But the scene continues to Lancelot, who is wearing the shiniest armor and plays college jousting. Wait a minute. He has got hockey hair. He has... He's, it's pretty short hockey hair. He doesn't have a mullet. True. It's true. Because this was the 80s. Mm-hmm. Although... King Arthur is kind of a mullet. Kind of. Because he was fashionable. Yeah. But the king goes to kick Lancelot's ass because Lancelot has been kicking all of his men's ass. Mm-hmm. And he calls upon the power of Excalibur, breaks the sword, and breaks Lancelot. True. It was a twofer. At which point he starts freaking out a little bit. And Merlin shows up and it's like, hey, I finished being weird in a river. What's going on? Oh, you broke the sword. There's this weird lady in the river over here, and she's got another Excalibur. You can have it from her. Because that was like Cracker Jacks. I don't know what's going but then Lancelot <laughs> joins the team, and they've leveled up. Uh, but the kids don't know what Cracker Jacks are, do they? They really don't. Well, do that's know, sad. Did you ever have Cracker Jacks? I don't know if I'll ever get it back. <laughs> uh, no, Cracker Jacks was a, a small cardboard box of caramel corn with peanuts. Yeah. And in the box, colored was, foil wrapped was a, cardboard box. Right, but and then it was uh, there would be a prize inside the box that came in a little, a little uh, paper packet, or, or maybe it wasn't paper, but more like waxed paper, uh, so that the toy or the ring or whatever wouldn't get dirty. So it was a surprise prize. So he opens box. his Cracker Jacks and gets a second Excalibur. See what I'm saying? I. We keep going on. We see Liam Neeson a couple more times, and then he finally gets a speaking role. Ugh. After it's been pretty heavily implied, if not outright... No, it was outright stated, that Lancelot and Guinevere are doing what they do in the books. Which is, I know you're the queen, and I know that you're the best knight, and that just makes you hotter. Mwah, yeah, mwah, yeah, mwah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love you because you're the queen, yeah, and because you're my, my sire's... My you know, best sweetheart. friend's wife. It's so and, weird. It's, it's weird. And, and, oh, yeah. But by the way, by let's the just way, do it anyway. So they're all sitting around the round table wearing their shiny armor. It's really shiny. It's really shiny. And Liam Neeson is getting drunk. Because and disorderly. He, drunk and disorderly. And he speaks. And what he speaks is that the queen is a hoe. No, that... Pretty much. Yeah. He... he, he Calls so the queen guilty of being unfaithful with Lancelot, who, by the way, hasn't been there for a while, mm-hmm. so they can't be mad at him, so he says. Mm-hmm. That's pretty passive-aggressive. Yeah. And saying. the king stands up and says, you called my wife a hoe, I have this Excalibur, I'm gonna solve a problem. And the queen says no, and the king says, but we have to fight. So you are going to fight Lancelot because it's champion for champion. You mean Gawain is going because to Gawain. you've accused you've Lancelot. Accused Lancelot, you have to fight Lancelot. So Gawain fights Lancelot. Yeah. By the way, Liam Neeson is playing Gawain, the Green Knight. It is never explained why he is green in this film because that's not important to the plot. No. So he's still wearing shiny armor. He's still he never wears green. He's just not quite as shiny as Lancelot. Yeah. You just have to read about him in the book. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is when uh, Percival had been previously uh, trying to get Senpai to notice him by catching a rabbit for Lancelot. 
I and then he is the only person that will defend the queen's honor against Gawain. Yeah, because he because was Lancelot doesn't show up because he fought with a shadow version of himself and then stabbed himself with a sword. And we thought our family was psychotic. Yeah. So now this kid with no armor who gets hastily knighted is going to fight this guy in full armor. And then Lancelot shows up. And then he kicks Gawain's ass. And then he falls over because he'd been stabbed. And the plot just kind of keeps happening all around us. Uh, eventually we get to the point... But Gawain where... says, oh, if the queen is innocent. Yeah, because he lost the fight. And only... And guilty men don't win fights. I believe they talked about this, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Somewhere in here we met Morgana Le Fay. Mor- it's Morgan Le Fay or Morgana, depending on which version of the book you read. Mm-hmm. It's Helen Mirren. She's Yay! here. Yay! And she's young, but she's still gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I think she still looks great. She is yeah. hecka evil. Yep. She talks about the joy of necromancy. Which is the weirdest cookbook I've ever heard. Yeah. 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 And she has lots of fun with that. Yeah, she wears evil clothes at all times. Uh, and one, eventually she disguises herself as the queen and has sex with her brother, Arthur, so that she can have a weird demon incest baby who ends up wearing gold armor and a weird face helmet. It's all true. <laughs> it's all true. Uh, <laughs> so the okay. plot keeps happening until uh, the king is... Has has problems and needs the Holy Grail because he has prostate cancer. No, he got zapped by lightning. Oh yeah, the prostate cancer of the Middle Ages. <laughs> uh, and he needs the Holy. But Grail. he needs the Holy Grail. So so, now... so along along with elements of King, the King Arthur story are elements of uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail and elements of James uh, Bond. Well, Indiana James J- Bond Indiana and Indiana Jones. Jones. Well, and- <laughs> to be fair, the Holy Grail is part of the book. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, it yes. Is. Sure. It is part of the Arthur mythos is the it Holy is. Grail. But I'm just quoting, I'm just Looking stating at- and referring to movies, other movies that I like better. Yes. <laughs> I, the business with getting the Grail involves one of the knights, I think it's Percival? I don't actually know which it's one of the Percival. knights it was. That, that he gets the closest to... He gets the closest to the Grail because he finds the incestuous demon child yeah. in the gold armor. Strips off his armor underwater so he can actually swim. Yeah. I, and then all of a sudden shows up with the Holy Grail. Well, he... he he's goes, hallucinating. Well, there he is. He gets hung in the hanging forest. And while it's very conspicuous that another hanging knight's spur is going to cut through his rope eventually... He hallucinates the kingdom of heaven and the grail superimposed on top of it. And then he escapes from the hallucination as the rope gets snapped. And then he gets the grail eventually? He has to go back to that place again before he gets the grail. He has to almost die again. Where he, it all weird. makes great sense. Where he, reve- where he is asked, who do you serve? And he says, I serve you. And the voice says, who am I? And he says, you're Arthur. Because Arthur is England, basically. And the voice goes, you have chosen wisely. <laughs> and hands Harrison Ford the grail. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it's, it just happens. So now King Arthur has the grail. And 
in the meantime of all of this, the land has fallen into poverty. Have we mentioned this? And Lancelot has turned into a crazy old end is nigh doomsayer. It's true. He's leading the people to the path of righteousness. And as we get towards the end, and there's a big fight between the good guys and the good guys. And Lancelot is dying, but Arthur is like, oh, I'm sorry, and Wait, everyone is dying. Wait, forgot to end Liam Neeson. Did, where did he die? Oh yeah, that's he right, was, he did die. He dies in a forest. He, oh yeah, he, he's on, tied to the back of a horse. He, he, dead. he in fact dies off camera. Yeah, <laughs> really. He dies off camera, which is going to be tough for the peril meter, yeah. but you know, we'll work with it. And we get to the end, and Arthur and Percival are there, and Arthur says, I'm dying, throw the sword into the lake. And Percival says, I got you, bro. Takes the sword, goes to the lake, and says, well, this is a nice sword, and it's a cool thing, and I don't know. really shouldn't and, do this. And comes back and says, I did it. And the king goes, you're full of shit. He says, what did you, you see? see? And he I, says, I, nothing. I and nothing. the king says, well, a lady in the water gave it to me, so you better give it back to her. And he's like, okay, fine, king, I'll go do it. And he throws the heck out of the sword, and she catches it. And then down periscopes into the lake. She catches it one-handed. Catches it one-handed. It was it was a very good shot. And he goes back to find the king. He goes back to find the king, and the king isn't there. And there's a boat in the middle of the lake with maidens on it. And the king is dead on the boat, we think. And there's a spotlight on it, and then the movie's over. Roll credits. The spotlight is the movie. Hey, what was your question you were going to ask? Who's the main character of this movie? Oh my gosh. The sword. Yes. <laughs> no. It, well, and this was my problem with the movie from, I think, from the storytelling aspect, is that I don't know that I ever felt like I wanted to care about a character. Definitely that, but there also was not a cohesive plot thread throughout the film. Right. No. That too. Plot, uh, major character goals can change in a film. Right. But general overall, there needs to be a flow of story. Mm -hmm. This was a series of vignettes concerning people associated with the sword Excalibur. Exactly. And, it, and sometimes not even then, because the bit with the Holy Grail basically didn't involve the sword at all. Right. It didn't. Neither did Neither did the Neither did Merlin catching the fish in the stream. Well, that was right. just a little bit. <laughs> that, that that is a statistical outlier to be ignored. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's true. But even the sword being the main character, which is stupid. Yeah. Doesn't even work. This is well. This is why it's un, It's interesting to me that the library still holds a copy of this yeah. movie. But this is very. I want to say this is similar to uh, Pilgrim's Progress in a way, in that somebody took the book, uh huh, mm -hmm. and as literally as possible turned it into film mm -hmm. without see. thought for what the change of media would do to the story. Right. Because the story of the mythos of Arthur, real or not, magic or not, kind of meandered because it wasn't just a story about Arthur. Well, and there were a lot of side stories because they want because every knight had a story about them. Mm -hmm. Right, and we didn't really get we didn't get any of the knight stories. Well, we got a little bit of Lancelot, tiny. But Percival had plenty of things to do. He did. He went on. He went on side quests. Percival had side quests, and Lancelot had the side quest of getting with the queen. Right, which we had to see in full nudity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By okay. the way, 
because well, that had, was really important. Well, that was so that Morgana and Merlin could go to the Fortress of Solitude and turn on Skinamax and watch them in the middle of the forest. They did. That they was, did do that. They were and, very But she wanted to see more. She wanted to see more. And then, She's creepy. It's like, oh. yeah, that was, yeah, but didn't she watch when... Uther Pendragon. Oh yeah, that that was that was uh, that was a uh, picture in picture on Skinamax. That was yeah, <laughs> picture in a picture. That was bad. And then lots more stuff. It, oh, so oh. so I looked up. Uh, What'd you find as this? characters? Yeah. Go. I I just was you know I'm, I'm I'm flipping through. I'm trying to find characters and who was this actor and who was that actor and. Mm-hmm. And the guy who played uh, Uther Pendragon, mm-hmm. Gabriel Byrne, yeah, he has a gob of credits from other. I mean, other. I projects? mean, the number of the number of projects he's worked on in the last ten years is mind blowing. Like ten years currently, or ten years before that film? No, ten years in the last ten years. Huh. Wow. And then prior to that, I mean, another. Let's see, that's another ten years, and that's another ten years, and. He goes back to... Is it mostly TV or is it film? He goes back to 1978. Wow, so he's the same... He has 11 credits as producer, 2 credits as writer. Um, Hmm. Golly, the guy is... is He's been busy and working. Amazing, yeah. I mean, and a lot of it, yeah. A lot of it's television. um, And just all kinds of miscellaneous stuff. Not necessarily... Famous movies. Well, he was but, in. He was in the Usual Suspects, but That's a very movie. recognizable actor. Anybody who likes to watch movies will probably have seen him because he was in a lot of stuff. That just caught my eye, just because. Um, probably more prolific as far as works, uh, even than Liam Neeson, who did a lot. Hundred and ten actor roles. Wow. Yeah. yeah Hundred and ten. Well, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I thought yeah, so. Yeah, so I mean, I think this movie has, uh, you know, you're going to be surprised. There's yeah. just people in it. You think, wow, there they are. Look, mm-hmm. at, we've seen those people act before. I wonder if. You... So that was kind of a fun, fun little, almost like Easter egg hunt, for the, these other actor people. So what else? We need to talk about the parameter. We need to talk about the parameter. So this one. He's not in the movie much. He's really not. He's really not. It's kind of fun just to see him because he's so young. Yeah. But he dies in the movie, most definitely. Well, he was in a significant joust. I mean, that jousting thing, that was some, you know, mortal peril. Poorly choreographed peril, but still. I don't think that we've ever had to have the caveat of, is the peril well choreographed or not? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're not keep, going We're making up rules here. Um, so, yeah. He was in fights. He was in fights. And somebody killed him. And somebody killed him. The king threatened him. The king threatened him. The peril didn't feel all that... Perilous. Threatening. No. All that perilous. I mean, you know, maybe you're at a six. Even though he died. Five. Yeah, five. I mean, even though he died. Yeah, yeah. Just, even though he I died. I guess it didn't have that thrill of... It was a perception of peril that was pretty weak. He didn't uh-huh. die. He ended up dead. True. Yeah. Was, yeah. We, True. Never, we never got to see him die. He could have, like, tripped on a rock and hit his head. We, for all and we landed know. on top of the horse? No, somebody picked him up. Yeah. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. He was bleeding. He's a big guy. But... It'd be difficult to get him... Yeah, just the fact that he is dead at the end of the movie doesn't necessarily mean that his death was perilous. 
That's yeah, true. Right. Well, I suppose that's circumstantial evidence. Yeah, that's isn't it? true. So there's that. Do we have to it. add that you know death by circumstantial evidence isn't peril? It's a case by case basis. <laughs> really, this is a completely subjective judgment. So it doesn't matter what other. I have legal think. precedent. If you know this case, oh my gosh. So it funny. doesn't matter what other people think. We're just making it up. I think this is scientific. I cite the court's previous ruling in The People versus uh, Shining Through. <laughs> oh my goodness, let's not go there. Let's not invoke that movie again. No. Not no. for a third time. <laughs> no. Not for a third no, time. No, no. Okay, I uh, see you guys next week. Bye. Oh yeah, bye.